Welcome back to MarTech Interviews. On today's show, we are going to be talking about virtual customer meetings with Ravi Chalaka. Uh, he is the CMO of Jiffle Now and a B2B marketing expert. This is MarTech Interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech, the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how technology is driving business results. Your host is Douglas Carr. Well, welcome back to MarTech Interviews. Uh, on today's show, we are talking to Ravi Chalaka. Uh, Ravi is the CMO of Jiffel now. If you don't know what that platform is, we're going to speak to it a little bit. And uh, and this is a timely podcast, obviously, because people are, we're, we're currently on Zoom doing this podcast, working from our home offices. And, uh, and that's what's happening a lot today. And so I wanted to talk to an expert that could really provide some guidance on you know, the, the do's and don'ts and best practices of doing that. And obviously, uh, Ravi is a practitioner, uh, experienced as well as, you know, they have the platform to do it. So welcome to the show, Ravi. I'm happy to be joining you, Doug. It's nice to meet you and uh, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so for, for folks that uh, haven't met you before, tell people a little bit about your experience. <laughs> I've been in marketing and product management throughout my career over 25 years, uh, mostly based in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley, working for a variety of different companies, both very large um, enterprises like NetApp and Hitachi, as well as uh, many smaller businesses and startups. Um, you know, it's a wide range of experience in networking, in infrastructure, in software, now with SaaS, software as a service, and even a little bit of uh, AI and IoT, uh, the whole spectrum. But all along, it's been primarily, the majority of it is in the marketing area. That's fantastic. And Ravi, we're, we're on Zoom. Of course, this is a podcast, so people can't see Ravi. But, uh, you know, I have about 20 years in, in this industry. You have 25 years. Did you start when you were like eight years old? Because you look fantastic. <laughs> oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm old and gray and fat and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Uh, well, well, let's let's talk a little bit about Jiffle now. Uh, for yeah. people that aren't familiar with the platform, you know, what uh, what kind of customers do you attract to it? What do you do with it? Uh, all of those pieces. Absolutely excited to talk about it. Jiffle now is uh, essentially the world leader in what we like to call it as meeting automation platform. In short, Map. Um, you know, when the, one of the most important activities for any business and especially business to business, B2B, is meeting with customers after they're, you know, in your sales funnel or your marketing funnel, at some point the customer is ready to talk to an expert and ex ready to talk to an executive because they're going to buy a million dollar worth of product or software or hardware or a medical device. And that conversation with the expert is what's going to take that uh, opportunity into a win or a close or a deal. And when you're doing a handful of them, you don't need any platform to do that. You can hire an admin and do that. When let's say you're going to a four-day event and you need to do about a thousand meetings with thousand different contacts and you want to show them a demo, you want to show them, meet the expert, then all of a sudden you cannot do this manually um, and, and go without errors. That is where a meeting automation platform automates a number of that function that happens starting two months prior to the event, all the way through post-event analytics. The scheduling, the managing, 
and the reporting and analysis and surveys, all that is built into one amazing platform that then integrates with things like salesforce.com for opportunity information, integrates with Marketo for marketing data about the context, as well as a variety of other event software where people are registering the registration data. All that comes together in one place. Wow. And, and you guys are the market leader. You have been recognized, uh, I think, by Forrester and uh, yep. as the market leader there. Yep. So yeah, and and obviously those enterprise integrations are uh, is absolutely imperative, you know, at that level. So that's fantastic. Uh, Doug, you asked about uh, customers. I forget forgot to answer that. Uh, we have over 250 enterprise accounts. We don't go after small business or even low end. Our typical company is a billion dollar in revenue or higher. We have some at half a billion, of course. Majority of them have doing several events through a year. And in each event, they're averaging anywhere from 200 to 3,000 meetings. Wow. Uh, and so we have companies like Cisco and NetApp and Amazon and Facebook and Intel uh, are some of the companies that actually use us for their events. Um, and I just want to uh, comment. No, on that. that's, that's, and that tells you the complexity of uh, the, the logistics associated with having, you know, what a couple hundred people at, a, at an event meeting, you know, thousands of people uh, yep. and, and trying to coordinate all those tasks. It has to be, it has to be quite a platform. That's incredible. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, and, and, uh, and so let's, let's go into now, obviously you guys have a ton of insight in working with uh, companies at that level um, with virtual meetings what are some of the challenges that you see, or maybe maybe we could start with some of the, yeah, let's start with the challenges. What are the challenges of a virtual meeting, you know, as opposed to an in-person, you know, meeting when you're when you're meeting with a customer or prospect? Right. Typically, the meeting itself, whether you're doing in-person at an event and a live event happening in Vegas or Orlando or Barcelona, is similar to the challenges you'd face in scheduling meetings with experts and executives and your customers because there's a long process like to a, we we did an analysis of to organize a single meeting it might take somewhere between 14 and 18 emails and that's just emails not including calls and making sure the agenda is right the right speakers are on the right host who should be in it what's the opportunity all that stuff before a meeting and and so if you're trying to do hundreds of these meetings Imagine the number of people you need to put in to make sure, see a meeting is not just a meeting if two people get together. You need the right host and the right presenter with the right planning for the right type of account. Right. If you have a multi-million dollar account, you want a senior VP joining that meeting. If you have a $100,000 deal or 50,000, maybe you can do it with a product manager or an expert. So all that planning is the complexity that goes on. So now, you know, of course, if you're doing a virtual meeting, there's one other layer of level is you need to use a Zoom or a WebEx or making sure all that is automatically uh, sent to all the attendees of the meeting. Um, and, and you need to, here's the other problem. If you're doing a in-person live event, everybody is sitting in a location. We all know the time zone. But now <laughs> the guy could be in London and Barcelona or New York or San Francisco and you need to find the right time zone and when they're available. So our software makes all that process easy. So you're not having to think what time is the best time for a meeting between New York and San Francisco. 
Wow. So, so is everybody, every user within the system, then I guess it's connected to their corporate calendar and understands when there's gaps and, and everything else for people to properly schedule? Yeah, not only do we enable internal attendees, uh, you know, executives and experts and salespeople into the system, we then integrate with the event software, like a virtual event software, and bring in the registration data of all the attendees. And so now you have the external attendees and internal attendees all into one system. So you can say, I need these four people from ex this customer account and these three people from my team to join that meeting. Uh. That's fantastic. Well, I, yeah. I need to get my business to a billion dollars so that I can start using it. We, we, we recently did an enterprise, uh, we did a, like a strategic engagement with a massive company. And uh, we, I think we did about 25 different meetings with their corporate teams. Yeah. And we hired a project manager just for scheduling meetings. Just yes. for scheduling meetings. Yes. I bet you at the end of that time, the project manager was pulling her or his <laughs> hair out. Oh my God, this is yeah. complicated. Yeah, yes. that was exactly it. So yeah, yeah. so uh, to your point. So this is going to obviously make it much more efficient. So, so let's say we have those right people in there. Mm -hmm. You know, what are the tactics and strategies that, that you see your clients utilizing in a virtual meeting as opposed to, cause you talked about, obviously we're in Zoom, we're not in the same room together. Yeah. You know, what, what's different about how you need to operate within those meetings than, than in person? Yeah, so if you look at the main part is just before the meeting, all the things that need, you wanna make sure that the person shows up. You want reminders to go out. You want the right agenda to be in there. So many a times, you have missed meetings, right? I don't know where it is, how it is. So you make sure that all that information is sent to the right person at the right time so that everyone is prepared for the meeting. And that's the significant part of the success. Then during the meeting, you want to have the right briefing notes. Like I'm an, let's say I'm an executive, I've been booked for 10 meetings. I want to have my meeting plan ready with me like I have an admin to do it, but why not just click a button and get my meetings playing? Who am I meeting with? What's the opportunity? All that information is ready at hand. And then you allow for surveys and reporting and analytics. At the end of the day, a, an event or a webinar, by the way, we can do meetings right after a webinar, or it doesn't have to be an event only. A whole range of use cases can be used. You want to have tracking on how well the meeting went. What was the response by the customer? Did this convert into a deal? All that reporting can also be done. So a senior vice president of sales or CMO can look at, I've invested so much money on all these events and webinars. Now I know which one has produced good results in the form of customer sales advancement. And I know the opportunity value in dollars, I can now reinvest in that. If all I am doing is a bunch of lead capture in an event, that's not going to convince me that these are converting into leads. So before meeting, during meeting, and post-meeting, we have the whole system working so you know the value of the investment you're making in events and webinars. That's incredible. And we know how, you know, if you have four executives, you know, in a meeting, that's an expensive meeting, right? Absolutely. I mean, you're spending thousands of dollars per hour just just to have that meeting. So, being able to analyze that and actually put it, you know, back to you know the performance of of the company that's that's that just seems incredible for companies to invest in. 
Absolutely. And yeah. it's not only the time and the cost of that executive, it's the opportunity because if they're sitting in the wrong meeting and not the right meeting, how do you do it? In fact, we have a, our software so capable that a executive during an event can go four different meetings consecutively. He hops, a CEO can hop into four meetings because we can schedule them consecutively over multiple meetings because he only needs to be there for 15 minutes, say hi to the customer and say how much we, we appreciate your business and he can hop to the next meeting. All that can be operated rather than a, um, in a manual operation. Oh, I love it. I, I, uh, I'm going to share with you after the fact, and I might even put it in the meeting notes too. I had written an article uh, for, for Forbes on yeah. inefficient meetings and you're hitting, you know, every single thing on there because one of the things was, uh, I, 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 this is, uh, people that used to work with me will get upset at this, but Ravi, you'll love this. There was one time where I was the product manager at a major, major, major uh, software as a service company. I'm not going to mention who it was. They were an amazing company. But once we started to get to, you know, 1,200, 1,300 uh, employees, meeting-itis started to set in. <laughs> and, so, and so I would get meeting invites all day long, but I had no idea what they were for. No, no idea. No insight what to, whatsoever. Yes. And, uh, and so I, I, was, I was sitting at lunch with a friend of mine and I told him, uh, his name is Bill, great guy. And uh, he was another product manager. And we were talking about how we were in meetings all week and we weren't getting any work done because we, right. <laughs> we were in right. meetings. And I told him, I said, you know what? I said, if, if somebody doesn't put the reason why I need to be there, I'm not going to accept a meeting anymore. And he goes, you can't, you can't do that. You know, and I said, I said, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to test it out. And so for a whole week, I declined every meeting request. And I got all of my product testing done, user testing done, roadmaps done, everything else. And one day my, the executive came up behind me. I, he won't, he, well, I've, I'm not going to mention him because that would tie it back to the, but he's a huge guy in, in technology. And he comes up behind me. He goes, hey, Doug, I heard you haven't been going to meetings. And of course, my friend Bill was sitting behind me and he perks up. He thinks I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> and, and I said, well, I, I said, uh, Scott, you know, if, if, if they don't tell me why I need to be at the meeting, I've been declining them. And he goes, well, you're getting a ton of work done. Great job. <laughs> And my friend Bill was like, wait a second, I've been going to all the meetings. But, but to your point, this is what we're talking about. If you can tell people the purpose of why you're at that meeting and you can provide yeah. it an agenda that uh, you can have uh, the goals, the yeah. agenda, the action plan, uh, yeah. you know, what is a success at the end of that meeting? What's yeah. not successful? I, you know, it, your meetings just become absolutely imperative and valuable yes. at that point, right? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I forgot to mention one other thing. We make it easy. Look, at the end of the day, it's the sales team that knows who is the, which are the opportunities. In fact, they use salesforce.com, for example, as CRM, where their details about the opportunity that is current is already there. Right. Nobody needs to manually fill out why they have to. From within the account, the sales guy can say, click, my customer just told me he's going to this virtual event or live event. He clicks on it. It generates a form with all the opportunity information and says, I need a meeting set up with so-and-so expert about networking or security or whatever the topic the customer was interested in. Now, someone like you who is on the receiving end of hosting that meeting knows exactly what's the name, why they're meeting, what's the value of the opportunity, 
and what are the topics the customer is interested in, would you please be willing to join that meeting and explain? So wow. right within Salesforce, you're able to request the meeting and it automatically in the background, it all takes, takes taken care of. And post meeting, you have met and you have your little notes saying, hey, this is what I heard. That information goes back that you had a successful meeting or not a successful meeting and the sales guy now knows what happened. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. So what, what kind of, you know, I'm, I'm curious from an analysis standpoint, um, when you're working with those customers, what, what do you see happening from a trends when, you know, before Jiffle now, you know, but then starting to really use meeting automation and reporting, you know, what, what kind of trends do you see and what kind of metrics do you see that start to really raise there? Oh, I'll give you an example of one major software company. And if I, I wish I could give you the name, um, but uh, um, they're, they're a Bay Area company in the top five. You, could, you can imagine okay. who that might be. And about four years ago, they were not using Jiffle now and they were manually scheduling it for their largest summit, their annual summit. They have two of those, one in here, one in Europe, and they would just schedule meetings. And in the year before they used us, they booked about 450 meetings and there were a lot of problems and challenges and complexity. When they heard about it, like you, like, wow, that looks good. That'll solve my pain. Within the first year of using us, they doubled it to a thousand meetings. Wow. Third year, they did 2,000 meetings. And here's the result they saw. The value of all the opportunities, if you add up all the opportunities of every meeting, each had an opportunity, it added up, according to them, to $796 million in the three-day meetings that they've had. That's incredible. And, and uh, honestly, that doesn't surprise me, right? Yeah. Uh, because if, if you don't have a plan and you're that the huge expense associated with bringing everybody in and, and everything. That's, that's a, uh, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, I, here you're spending probably $10 million on your big annual event. Even if you're only spending $5 million, you got the biggest customers of yours coming in. You're already a multi-billion dollar organization. You're meeting with them. Why not yeah. make it so efficient that more people do get to meet with your executives and experts while they're there for the two days or three days? Oh. And that's what You're we the, So Jiffle now is like the Henry Ford of meeting product, <laughs> Pretty much, productivity. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I, I should get you into my marketing team. You can yeah. write all the <laughs> all the headlines coming from Doug. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, you know, no, I, I mean, I, this is a sensitive topic for me as well, because I, I really do get frustrated at meetings. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, the, the goal of a meeting, in my opinion, is just what you said. You want the right people in the right room at the right time from an efficiency standpoint, right? Correct. That's, that's why you have a meeting. It's not, you know, just having, uh, like, I, if someone schedules weekly meetings with me, it's always frustrating. I'm like, yep. I don't understand. What's the goal of a weekly meeting, you know? Um, and, 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 but now if you put a purpose behind each one of those, that we have milestones and tasks, and agendas and everything. Well, then I'm I'm all for it because then I know my my time there is valued, you know, right. uh, with the organization. Doug, if I may add one more comment, you know, when we say meetings, it's like a generic term. It's like a one to one or a you know two from your side and three from our side. But there's a wide range when it comes to the word meeting. It could be a demo, like yeah. I am a I have a medical scanner that I just you know launched as a medic. I want to show it to the hospitals, the doctors, or the I, that's a demo meeting, right? I'm explaining the right. new features of that. 
or it could be a dinner meeting, executives. Now what would, you know, some of the, in the virtual world, people are offering, you know, a $50, you know, Uber Eats or something like that while they're scheduling these meetings. So they're still doing this even in the virtual world. So there are one-to-one -one meetings, there are expert meetings, there are demo meetings, there are dinner meetings, there are sessions, it's one-to-many, all these they have to book people in. So a variety of different types of meetings are happening with our customers. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, well, this is, this is solid information. So do you, do you have any, you know, I'm, I'm curious the impact that you're seeing uh, with the lockdowns and people going virtual a lot more, you know, yeah. what, what are you seeing happening within that ecosystem with, you know, the, the multi-billion dollar companies that you're working within? Great question. You know, um, I still remember February, mid-February, we were getting ready to go to Barcelona for Mobile World Congress. Close to 200,000 people show up to that event. And 50 of our customers usually use our software to book about 15,000 meetings in a four-day event. Imagine that, right? Yeah. We just found out it got canceled. And then we said, oh my God, that's going to change. And okay, let's prepare for the next two events in March, like a big healthcare event and another one for retail show NRF. And that also got canceled. And we quickly realized 100% of the events, live events, in-person events are going to get canceled. We quickly pivoted to converting our product to support virtual meetings in virtual events and webinars. And all we had to do is to start integrating Zoom and WebEx and BlueJeans and Microsoft Teams, all the you know, video conferencing technology as instead of booking a room, you book a video conference. Now all of a sudden you have the exact same capability with a video conferencing technology and it's still streamlined. That's and so fantastic. that was a massive change. And what we, and to answer your question now, what has the adoption been? Very quickly in the first March, April, they were like, oh, I don't know, is it going to come back and maybe we'll hold off and see. By the end of April, we started seeing the upswing very quickly about 80 or 90 of our customers immediately switched to virtual events and said, we need this. And they were starting to use and book virtual meetings. I was amazed at the speed in which people started switching to virtual events once they realized this is not a three month problem, this could be a longer term problem. And right now we are hearing there won't be an in-person meetings until January the earliest, right? right? And so the only way they can engage with customers with new products that they have or whatever is with virtual events and webinars and using our technology to meet with customers. That's, that's fascinating. I want, I, and it, it's, it'll be interesting to me. We're starting to see, I work with enterprise uh, companies in the Salesforce marketing cloud realm, and we're yeah. starting to finally see some room and meetings and, 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 you know, finally everybody froze for a long time there just because they weren't, they were so uncertain of the future and what was going to happen. Now we're starting to see people go, you know what, if this is the new normal, we still have to operate and we still have to move in the right direction and stuff. But it would be fascinating once the economy is, is, is bouncing back, you know, it'll be interesting to see if these companies at that level, mm -hmm. you know, continue to do both. I think in-person events are a, an imperative, Absolutely. but also couple them all the time with virtual events as part of their, you know, their mix. Uh, it seems to me like that's, that's where we're heading, right? 
I wasn't sure up until maybe a month ago. Now I think I can see it better based on how customers are reacting to it. Here's my forecast, right? There will never be just an in-person. It'll be called a hybrid meeting because not everyone is going to be willing to get on that plane and go to a crowded conference for two, three years now. So right. you will have an in-person event where there are two people calling in and the rest of them are in the meeting room, whether it's in a hotel room or in the exhibit or around a demo. So, so that's one. It's no longer in-person, it's hybrid. And when it comes to virtual, here's the benefit of virtual. I can reach a much larger audience than I can do in-person. What many examples we found is if in an in-person event, there were 5,000 attendees for a corporate event, there are like 15,000 attendees on a in-person, I'm sorry, virtual event. Here's why. Let us say you have a company of 300 people. If it's a live event, you're going to send 10, maybe five. If it's virtual, you're going to say, hey, all of you need to learn about this. Go ahead and register and watch for you know, half a day or whatever. So you have a lot more people engaging in virtual. So what companies are going to, and here's the other benefit. A live event or in-person event is two or three or four days at the most. You're now seeing people, companies, ex, I'm building a virtual event. I'm extending it for three weeks. You right. can either listen to it online or you can come back and listen on demand over the next four weeks and all the information is there for you. So there is going to be a combination of virtual that complements an in-person and it's going to be our hybrid and that's really the future in 2021. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right, and and it'll be it'll also be interesting to see what happens to commercial real estate to accommodate that too, right? Yeah, that absolutely. that now we now these companies are going. You know what? We're we're hitting productivity measures with people working from home where there might have been some apprehension on that before. Mm -hmm. Now now it's okay. Well, let's get a downtown place that just has conference rooms for when we need them and virtual, yep. you know, yep. ev for virtual meetings. So fascinating. This is a great conversation. Well, Thank well, you. any any parting advice for companies that you know um, are looking to head in this direction? That, that you know, what are the problems that they're always seeing that pop up that that they need to look at a meeting automation platform for? Right. One of the new things we found is it's not just virtual events and webinars. You need to have meetings even if you don't have an event, right? Oh. Because you want to meet customers throughout the, all through the year. So there are many other ways. Instead, like let's say, you know, you, this is MarTech. So it's all about technology in the marketing space, right? You're doing email um, nurture campaigns. You're doing social media campaigns. You're doing landing pages on websites. You're constantly looking at conversions. You can insert the opportunity for a customer to request rather than a salesperson saying, hey, Mr. Customer, do you want a meeting with us? So we've created another new thing that I forgot to mention called inbound request meetings, where you stick that little link in your landing page or website or social media or email campaign. And the customer says, you know what? I want to talk to an expert. I don't want to just talk to a sales guy. And so he clicks on it, books a meeting, just like you, I booked this meeting with you, and boom, next thing you know, the customer is inviting himself to a meeting, and that's a new trend that can happen even outside the event uh, campaign. I think that's fantastic. In the B2B space, yeah. I think self-service customer journeys are absolutely an imperative for companies now that, yeah. that I, I, I wanna research, 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 and then when I do decide, that I want to buy, I want a meeting now. 
you know exactly and i, and I don't want to just else. meet a sales guy i want to meet an expert on the one area that i'm more interested in figuring Ex it out exactly you can go to jifflenow.com uh to go check out everything about the platform and uh and then uh i'll put that on the show notes as well but thank you so much for joining me today it was a pleasure talking to you doug and you're doing a great job you're providing a great service so keep it up thank you sir Subscribe at martech.zone. Sponsorships and marketing services are available through dknewmedia.com.